PKN457. Yes, I'm glad I'm not alone. I wonder if I share. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. We're all caught up on From. Yes. Uh, this yeah. is the show. I, I guess I stepped in and they were already bitching about it, but I'm here for it. I'm ready to bitch about it too. Man. Go ahead. I got, I'll go first real quick. But yeah. So I, I've obviously been keeping up with From. I love From. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want answers to questions. I love mysteries. I like getting to the bottom of things. Yeah. And man, we've got a lot of mysteries ho- hanging over our head. Just off the top of my head, real quick, those glass bottles hanging up in the woods, those mysterious glass bottles from many different ages, all the cars from all the different ages, the lighthouse we saw, the thing that moved the tent. One character knows where the monsters live. That dude's wife knows where the monsters live. You know what I would have done? Everyone, town meeting. I found them. I found the things that come for us every night. Let's get them. Like, why was the next day spent making weapens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just any any kind of plan. And like, 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 but but they don't even know. They don't know that the monsters are inches, well, feet beneath their feet every day. None of that was covered. We got to this new episode, and it was. Let's get these dykes to get haircuts together. Oh, yeah, it's a good idea. Let's introduce uh, a drug problem because that's Actually, always fun. Don't you love it? I was okay with the introduction of barely dressed hot lesbians kissing and shit. Well, if she'll show a titty, I'll be okay with it. But she didn't show anything. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> no titty. Just a She's waste of time. Walking around in her Well, that's the real criticism. Guys. Not that the lesbians were kissing. That the lesbians were kissing with too much clothes on. You, you know what? Like, right. maybe I'm <laughs> jaded. Mm-hmm. But the second I saw the lesbians come on screen, I was like, mm. "Oh no, it's not this kind of. It's we're not getting any answers, are we? Mm-hmm. Like, there's it's we're no. we're getting some fill. We're gonna we're gonna learn about two characters here that aren't gonna matter in the long run. Any mysteries they may allude to, those are nah. gonna go rest with the bottles in the woods. Yep. Like yep. With those I, I actually, when I saw the lesbians kissing, I'm like, I could take a detour. I'm okay with this. No, I was don't like, God damn it. You tell me more about the monsters. Like, Honey, you want to pause this and watch porn? <laughs> I love how much agency that child You turn on the porn getting. and they start like exploring the lore of the monsters. You're like, fuck. <laughs> like, they're so afraid of, of, of some tosc- toxic masculinity being on screen that they can't even get the group organized or find an excuse for it to get organized. That's like, because well, what you need is a dude to get, all right, everybody. Mm-hmm. Take a knee. <laughs> These people yeah. aren't talking to each other at all. That's my core frustration. I have two core frustrations. One of them is communication, right? Even husband and wife. Wife is like, you know what? I see little children in the woods. And it's Face Your Fears episode. The boy's doing it. He's talking to Sarah. The wife is doing it. She's talking to like five-year-olds in the woods. She yeah. goes in the woods. She plays Jenga by herself, wins. And then some little children come along. Ugh. Let's go to complaint number two. Poorly timed panic attacks. This entire fucking show is based on poorly timed panic attacks. Oh, are there monsters that only walk? I'm hopeless to defend myself against monsters that can't run. Ah! And then the monsters kill them again and again and again. Oh, is it raining on our new CB radio? What are we going to do? Run around, run around. It is not hard to bring a radio inside. This no. is a task I can accomplish in less than 15 <laughs> can, seconds. Can I interject These on the radio These guys have thing? 10 minutes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It drove me crazy. It drove me fucking crazy. So for those of you who, who don't watch and don't care but might find this interesting, or funny at least, about how bad the writing is, they're trapped in this no man's land, this fucking mm-hmm. scary universe where they can't get out, and they patch together a CB radio. They, they build this tower and put it on the tallest house in town, and 
And by the way, when you got to the tallest house in town, I don't know if you guys noticed, you can see forever. Like you can yeah. see like 30 miles. So the idea of walking out is retarded. And the tower okay. that the entire episode was based around and they're like gathering lumber and such was like six feet tall. They, they, yeah, the house was like 120 feet tall and they needed to be eight more. Dude, that, that stuck out to me too. I was like, <laughs> wait, that that's like shorter than the real top of the house. Yeah, almost. they didn't even put it on top of the they house. They like went to the side roof angle area. Where no, like no, no, it was... It was it, I think it that was, there was like a dormer that they didn't take. They put. They could have used duct tape and put it on the dormer at that yeah. night. And like, no, I, I, I'm not as savvy, but like, I, when it comes to fixing things and being handy, you guys have way more experience with that. But I can say, watching that, the absolute blind panic everyone went into at the thought of rain. I <laughs> I even thought I'm like I'm almost positive I could get everything rolling here. Like I, <laughs> hey, you grab this, I grab that, I can grab this because apparently you tore apart like two cribs and taped it like yeah. <laughs> into a tower. The fact that it took a roller coaster engineer to build an antenna stand that was six feet tall. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh my god. What they're, they're like their engineering banter was so embarrassing. Yeah. They're like they're like trying to like do a, a two cans and string phone from a treetop and they're like, get your ignorant ass out of my face. <laughs> it's like fuck both of you. You're both retarded. Uh -huh. Like <laughs> uh, you're right. It, Communication in this show is it has it has the same like plot device that Seinfeld uses, where very basic human communication clarifies the vast majority of plot lines. Like there's whole mm -hmm. episodes where it's like, oh, so this person won't clarify with this person because they're silently resentful of one another. Okay, yeah. well, I don't Let's, care about let, that. Let me do this little scene, right? Kenny has information. Kenny apparently has been living in this town that you can't escape for 40 years, 40 years. Kenny knows all kinds of things. He knows who mm -hmm. the monsters are, who the others are, the tunnels underground, all the people, all the lore knows everything. Dude man's like, Kenny, I need to get some answers from you. I think you know things, and I have this book. I have some mm -hmm. clues. Can you fill me in on the details yeah. that I'm missing? Kenny says, yes, but you need to play the violin for me first. Okay, this is batshit retarded, but all right. And then I start beating the retarded man. <laughs> <Yeah>. So then <laughs> the, he's like, no, no, you have to go to this like junkyard and play the violin there. Oh, all right. I, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, we'll, we'll go. Yeah. Whatever you want. I just need my answers. So then yeah. he plays the violin. Well, I thought. And, mm. uh, and then he doesn't get his answers. He gets like one little snippet of a half an answer. And I'm like... Because the entire premise of the show falls apart if people have the communication skills of even <laughs> a third grader. Yeah. yeah. If they all got together, played with Legos, and just chatted, mm. they'd be home by now. I mean, they'd be in, <laughs> they'd be in, they would have first steps. All right. When the rain came, don't imagine like one of those, oh my goodness, it's just started raining on us. They mm -hmm. see these clouds coming from so far away. And it's mm -hmm. those clouds. You may have seen one of these like weird storms in real life. It's like, oh my God, you can see that it's raining right there, but yeah. nowhere else. It's dumping right there, that really concentrated storm. That's the kind of storm that's coming, and they can see it coming. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's continue the experiment, guys. We, we've got limited time here. No, no, no. You have no time. You have tomorrow. Today got canceled. It just got canceled. See yeah. that? Canceled. Everyone pack it in quickly so that nothing is lost. Don't fray the wires. Don't tear mm -hmm. anything. Put it up in the living room. Nobody touch it overnight. Set it up in the morning. No, no, no. Yeah, let's start the radio communicate. What if they were to get somebody? What if the Coast Guard was there? All right, give me your coordinates. <laughs> and, then and then the rain melts everything. Like, yeah, what are so they here's doing? The thing. Spoiler. 
while the radio <sighs> does work for the few seconds, <laughs> someone says, Jim, Jim's one of the main characters. Your wife shouldn't be digging that hole into the house. Great oh. moment. Kind of spooky, right? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. So someone's watching. Who's this guy? Not only do they know yeah. Jim's name somehow, they know who his wife is, and they know what his wife is doing at that moment. In the Crazy, basement right? of their house where mm -hmm. no one else knows what's going on. So fast forward an episode or two, Jim is talking to Boyd. Boyd is Black Sheriff guy, if, if anyone mm -hmm. maybe doesn't know the names. And uh, Jim is like, hey, you know what? That radio for a few seconds, I talked to a guy. And he knew my name and he knew what the wife was doing. Boyd, the leader of the town, the sheriff, is like, that's crazy. I can't believe something like that would happen around here. And by the way, <laughs> I'm short on time. Gotta roll. Gotta run. I gotta get to the Boyd. diner for 24-hour meal service. <laughs> Boyd, you are not in a hurry for anything. Okay, we're all gonna sit yeah. down as a matter of fact and play the take our time game. Where I we gotta come get up with going, the best plan. I gotta go sit on the stoop and muse, like, <laughs> dude. Like, when, when Kenny didn't give an answer after he did his little like violin rendition, like, that was yeah. another instance where it's like they need me there. We are one fingernail away from all the answers, boys. Oh, yeah, like. I'm holding Kenny down, and I'm like, I'm gonna rip your thumbnail out unless you get to talking. And then, he, and then, then his retarded lips are gonna start babbling info so quickly they're gonna be like, Oh my god, I can't believe you tried to. That's all an experiment, Doctor Jones. He works for Harvard. He's got us here in a bubble. It's a refractory shield. We're really ill. We're really all asleep right now on beds. Please stop pulling my fake fingernails out. All right. God damn it! I told god. you guys torture yeah. worked. That's the end of the show. It'll be the end, end of the, of the show. show. The show brought to you by the, C the CIA. <laughs> did, did the writer strike uh, during the writing of the show? Is that what happened it here? Feels like they, it feels like it. Are they like, we're only going to write bad shit? It's terrible. It's really difficult to watch at this point. Because did I, 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 did, I never watched Lost, but I feel like I understand what people got pissed off about Lost, albeit yeah. in a much, much shorter time frame, because... I'm I'm to the point where I'm losing interest in the mysteries. It's been so long without them being addressed. Like I don't yeah. give a fuck about the bottles anymore. That's clearly never going to be I addressed. About and if them. it does, it's going to be yeah. stupid. It's going to be stupid. The car uh, it, thing is going to be stupid. So Boyd is walking through the woods, right? He's trying to see. He's like, all right, I know that if we walk on this road, it's an endless loop. But maybe if I go into the woods, I'll find some answers. Even find an escape route. Let's see what's out there. Cool, cool. Yeah. So he goes into the woods, and it's. The kind of woods you see on the East Coast all the time. Big deciduous mm -hmm. trees. Cool, cool, cool. Nova Scotia. Got and me. Okay. And then, um, oddly, some of these trees are covered in spider webs. Thick spider webs. Thick, thick spider webs that I've never witnessed in real life. That I rarely see in make-believe haunted houses, this level of spider webs. So what's Boyd's move here? He pretty much puts his arms in the air, spins around, and walks into all the spider webs. Predictably, there are giant spiders in this, and they bite him, and they make him drunk or something. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is next level stupid. Who see? If I see a regular spider web, I'm like, ooh, careful now. There could be spiders in there. Let's go right? around this. <laughs> this guy no, I walk into a mouth and eyes open. What <laughs> <laughs> does? The leader of this town. It's, it's next level. Terrible. Oh, there's, there's, there's so I many think there is something. It seems like if you wish for something, you might get it. Oh, right? how'd you see that? Um, there were a couple like lost items. I can't remember the details where they kind of wish they had them and they got them. Oh. And then um, I forget her name. The medic doctor chick. Yeah, the bracelet. Said that she'd do bad things if she could get her girlfriend back. 
and then she comes back. There might be something to wishing things into existence. I don't know if this is all characters, but I felt like it's a repeated theme. Yeah. We'll yeah, see if that I goes that. anywhere. You know, I didn't catch that. You're absolutely right. There are like, because randomly, what one of the lesbians is like, remember that bracelet I made for you out of fucking shoestring and an old appendix? Here it is, the exact same one. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, I know, maybe it was the wife and the husband. I think it was them. They had that bracelet together or something. And it was, all right, cool. But why are you giving me another mystery instead of another answer? Like, yeah, like right. two answer, two questions, one answer. If you could just do that continuously, we'd have a good time. That's all. <laughs> there, there was one part you can keep me like. Uh, fucking confused but give me an answer every now and then one part i was kind of entertained by at least in my own mind watching it was you remember the scene where the the monsters like stick some like like a steel rod through that lady's skull and like attach yes. her to a tree and like she's still alive and like ah talking and all normal and everything i i was sitting there watching i'm like ah maybe part of this weird magic world is the same reason that there doesn't actually have to be any mechanism working within the wires. There doesn't mm. have to be any mechanism working in her brain. As long as she's like physically of form, it's some sort of weird magic, like consistency. And yeah. then, and then they pulled their head off the thing and she just right died. And I'm like, okay, so that's it, not how it works. Here's it, another thing. Um, in maybe the first episode of the entire show, the boy's leg is hurt. But right? the young boy's leg is mm -hmm. hurt. And maybe an episode or two later, they say, hey, you're getting around pretty well. You've healed quickly. Mm -hmm. And he says, man, I think that we healed differently here. Cool. Yeah. Well, there have been many injuries since. And the quick healing hasn't seemed to have repeated itself ever. Nope. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Kyle will agree with this. Well, I'll accept any of your universe's rules, provided that you're consistent with these rules. Yeah. And they don't seem to be. Yeah, no. the little boy, they're in a bus accident, a car accident, and like a limb goes through his femur. All right, like through the middle of his a table leg goes through. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, a table leg is even better. What a blood! Like, 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 and he's a little boy, so his legs are the size of like baseball bats already. You know, they're these little fucking twigs, mm -hmm. and then a fucking actual stick goes through it. He should have died right there, lost the leg, everything. He should be one-legged. That would be okay with that, maybe, <clears> if he'd survived losing the leg. But he he went from what, like pale blue lips, dead in a bus, never got an infection, by the way, to mm. fucking <laughs> like in the bed for, for less than a day. I paid attention. He gets hurt. Oh. He gets hurt in the afternoon on the first day there. The next morning, he's up and around. The next morning, it's not. It's it's eighteen hours later, and he's good to go. Eighteen hours after getting your wisdom cut out, wisdom teeth cut out, you're like, oh god, <laughs> I need more golf. You know, still bleeding and fucking disgusting. You know, this guy should be septic. It should have spread to his dick. He should be pissing green goo. Yeah, I don't know, man. I hope it gets better character. next week, but I'm almost ready to pull the plug on this motherfucker. Oh, Are I'm the other way. I'm hate watching this thing. I'm addicted to hate watching it. I've got. I found the subreddit for it where other people hate watch it too. Yep. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of people hate watching it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They've lost They're with, everyone. Everybody's on the same page. We're not like assholes. <laughs> it's, it's not like there's a community of people who are like, no, you're right. So beautiful. Look at these boss bitches. Look at all these. <laughs> Look at them. You know, cuck that Asian. Have you noticed another like trend? Is the oh. ham-handed. Uh, wisdom of babes shit oh they i was going and, there yeah they, yeah they, they try and like put in with that little boy where like things that are obvious to anyone who's not retarded that are going on where like 
the little boy will almost almost astutely clarify something in a way only a child could. That's what they're trying to do, where he's like, it seems that around here, the good people are all worried about the bad people. And they're like, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like, God, I wish you would fucking drop dead. I wish there was some magic about here where it's like, yeah, blood loss happens, but two weeks later. Here's something I've noticed. So Kenny, Kenny is the Asian dude who is, who has the sheriff six. If those of you aren't good with names like me, um, in season one, he is like a child almost. He's wearing oversized clothing, and he's always like this babe who's lost and confused. Mm-hmm. Season two, he's a bad motherfucker. Suddenly, the same clothing he's worn is like fitted, and, and his like shirts unbuckled down yeah. to show his chest. And yeah, thank God and- that Nordstrom rack supply bus. Who tailored this guy's clothes between he's the tiniest yeah. fucking touch of gray shipment on the way? That's another thing that's annoying. I, I and I, I think it goes back to that toxic masculinity thing. I think they're being, I think they're so afraid to write a character like that. They're so afraid to like have a white guy who knows what he's doing on the show that they mm-hmm. can't fucking do it. They and they won't even allow the black guy to do it either. Dead. They're like, they, they won't let the black guy figure things out either. He's not allowed. Kenny might get somewhere, but he's Asian and weak and cucked. He's literally, literally like it was so fucking mean. Like, Kenny's trying to get with this girl, and they're in essentially hell, right? We're not going yes, home. Get out of here. Hell. We're not going home. We're not going home. Get over that. There's yeah. never going to be a portal that opens up and we go to Six Flags. Mm. And 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 he's like, look, <laughs> we're here, and I'm here, and you're here, and we care about each other. And she's like, you know I'm engaged, and like runs away. It's like, bitch, you've been here for like a year or something. You ain't never – and I, yeah. I honestly – We are in may, purgatory. Maybe I'm a fucking bigot, but how many lesbian relationships have you known that stood the test of time? Where two fucking girls in their early twenties, one of them goes missing, and the other was pining after her, sitting there, um, like 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 not taking another lover or fifty. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? She's, and she says that to the agent. She's like, I don't. I just hope she's waiting for me. What is this World War Two? Yeah, <laughs> she's like, not you waiting for you. You she's got getting lost in fucking, the woods eighteen no. months ago. Like <laughs> she's getting finger blasted. All night, every night, scissoring up the wazoo. Yeah, and and but but of lesbians course, really do that. I'm not sure. Yeah, sometimes. To South Park. But then, but then, fucking the the Asian kid is like, "Come on, I'm here. She's not." And she's like, "You know what? You're right." She finally comes around. I'm gonna give you some pussy, Asian guy. It's about time. I bet you've never had any. And then her lesbian girlfriend shows up out of nowhere, and it's like, "See you later, Asian dude." Why doesn't it just honor her wish? I wish she was gone again and straight. Here's here's how here, I would have written it this way. The little kid can have agency. He can be spooky. But what he should do when everybody's fighting, he should notice something that's on his level. Like, use what he has. Mm. He's two feet tall. He sees things from a different perspective. If there's something written on a ceiling or if there's something on the ground. Under a porch. Under, he'd be like, Mommy, why is the ground vibrating? Because he's down there. Maybe he'd catch that. But don't have him be like, we've got to figure out this electrical problem, Mother. Like, no, no, he doesn't know right. shit. Don't act like he's he knows always anything like, deep. You know yeah. what? Based on my knowledge of video games and the Chromonocle, this is a quest. <laughs> and this guy is going on a quest and he needs to face all his fears. And they based a whole episode on his wisdom. Yeah. What the fuck? Is there no spanking in purgatory anymore? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Shut up, nerd. <laughs> I, um, hell, stop gamifying it. <laughs> and then like like not even a gun rights thing, but it's like, man, why are you taking the, the skinhead's rifle away? Right, like 
He t- he's like, civilians don't carry guns here. And as the, as the dude was like, all right, fucking take my gun then. There's another guy standing right there with a shotgun. Th- this random guy has a shotgun right next to him. And I've seen him operate. He has no clue. He has no clue what he's doing. Donna has a shotgun. She pumps it three times before she shoots it. I caught that too. I said it. Poor Jackie had to suffer through every time she racked the slide. Yeah, pump it again, bitch. Yeah. Some guy just I'm like, where are their shells? Lit it all over the diner's yes. floor. <laughs> Hollywood has this problem where, like, they're like, we're writing a fairy tale. So you have to believe everything we write. But, all right. So that fat bitch is scary here, huh? That old fat lady's the, the, the big boss lady, huh? Because I'd She's beat her to death the first huh? day if she tried to. Look, when 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 that guy was like, stay out of my shit, I was like, yeah, stay out of my shit. I'll kick your ass yeah. too. And you too, fat lady. You can get some yeah. too. Stay out of my shit. Hey, hey guys, now, if I you had explained to, to me on day one that this is a commune, look, we have what we came in here on our backs. I have eight Jolly Ranchers. Somebody might need one of those to fix their hypoglycemia or blood pressure and survive. These are the group's Jolly Ranchers now. That syringe, we have eight syringes here. We okay? Share. What do you have in your bag? You got six shirts? I only own one and it's his, you know what I mean? Like it should have been yeah. like that, but no, he gets mad because somebody's going through his shit at night. Some strangers going through his shit and he beats their ass and they all act like he's a, a toxic piece of shit. Yeah. It, and like you walk on, into like a post apocalypse situation like that. And like a histrionic morbidly obese woman is in charge. It's like, all right, number one, we've got problems with resource allotment. Looks like <laughs> you uh, maybe eating a little much. All right. Who voted for her? None of you have rights anymore. I'm taking charge because you're all pussies. Like then, dude. Then someone someone so takes charge, t- does all of that. I, if me, the if the three t- of us got lost on a road trip and wound up there, we would have that place ship shape. <laughs> we'd, we'd, so we'd have morning so fitness fast. routines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We would be the new Fioras. A quick thing. <laughs> Negan walks into Alexandria. Thank you. And there's a. We gotta go there too. Oh yeah. And then um, the the fat chick is in charge of watching and maintaining yes. all the food inventory. And he's like, "What the hell's happening here? Me <laughs> <laughs> watching the food Can't in you front see of her. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> and it's I true. I don't know how you got so fat, baby. Woo! <laughs> like he's just mean as shit in front of her and 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 she's just like <laughs> yeah it's like, bitch you know what you're eating like you know right. you're coming yeah. and eating the peaches at night like There's skinny I, children running around there are skinny children running around like there are only so much of everything and she was big yeah mm-hmm. we got we got 17 year olds who haven't started their period and you're eating fucking rolls <laughs> <laughs> by the barrel full everyone's starving yeah I, I didn't like that either like you see a big fat person in charge of a post-apocalyptic land like that, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. something's up, something's up here. I'm um, watching, um, I'm watching other shows. I'm trying to like pivot. I'm trying to pivot. I can't yeah, find any good. Pivot. Help me find something. <sighs> There's a show on HBO called Perry Mason. Uh, I'll wait till Woody gets back. Ooh. You remember those old detective novels, Perry Na- Perry Mason? Maybe it was an old TV show too. I'm, to me, it, to me, I, it, it struck my to me like I don't know the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew and shit like that. Shit I've never. It's, looked at or read myself i don't know it but mm-hmm. i know it's a thing there's a show on hbo about uh about that guy um or i just forgot his name i literally just forgot his name perry um perry mason yeah and he's like a 1920s 1930s yeah it's after world war one 1920s detective eh, eh, i don't even want to recommend that <laughs> i don't even want to recommend that at least they at least the lesbians get naked in that one i'll say this perry mason has a, a legal team and again 
everything's not about race, but I just noticed, I just noticed that it's 1920 and Perry Mason, a white lawyer in Los Angeles' team, is made up of a black man, a Japanese woman, and a white lesbian. And it's like, dude, this is your whole team? And then a white guy shows him, like, oh, good, I know this actor. That's the guy. And, and then he's a piece of shit. No, he's a piece of shit. Can't trust him. Well, straight white guy. He's got to be bad. Oh, my God. I, I, there's just agree. not very much good stuff to watch. I don't want to, I, but I've seen it too. Barry's right? the best. Uh, I don't know. Little Mermaid's coming out, the live action thing where they recast the. My family has this connection to Little Mermaid that's not abnormal because Hope had red hair. It was like her cosplay. Mm -hmm. Little Mermaid and Kim Possible were like every Halloween for her growing up. Oh, yeah. And uh, and now that I don't know, it's just like they took it away. Yeah, red no, I, I never thought of that, but I bet every little girl has her own little like Disney princess perhaps that she relates to. And that's why it is good that there are so many, so many different colors and varieties of mm -hmm. them. Um, I, I don't know. The little Indian girls get into Jasmine, or was she? She was Arabic, though, right? Yeah, she's yeah. Arabic. She's like Egyptian. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like Lebanese. Just think about that going down. Did you hear about um, uh, Will Smith's bald wife making that documentary about Cleopatra? I saw the government of Egypt being like making a statement. Yeah, like, so yeah, so Cleopatra is from a Mesopotamian. <laughs> yeah, Cle Cleopatra's from a, a, a Greek bloodline, like. The only part of that family tree that they don't know about is her mother. And it's like, white person, white person, white person, white person, white person, white person, for like 800 years. And then it's like, we don't know. Her mom might have been black. Mm -hmm. And Egypt is like, we know. <laughs> we know. We just exhumed Tutankhamun and he had red hair. <laughs> we, we know. Um, and so they're suing. And it's I think it has the worst uh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes score ever on Netflix, maybe. It's something silly. You know, I don't um, think I'll watch it. I think I'll skip that one. I I don't. Succession's my next watch. I um, I, I haven't seen any of it yet. I'm not recommending it, but it is like hitting my news feeds like Game of Thrones would. People are just talking about it, debating mm -hmm. it, and and seem to be really into it. So I'm like, maybe there's something there. Very difficult well, dialogue to get past. Like for me, it was it's it's jarring and unnatural. Mm. Uh, that's very, right. You guys were saying a little quippy. Gilmore Girlsy, right? Very Gilmore Girlsy. Like it's a little. Uh, I don't know. I wish I liked it. I tried to like it. I, mm. I just want to find something that's good because I just end up being like, well, early Simpsons is good. <laughs> Fucking Band of Brothers is good. Seinfeld is good. Barry's yeah. excellent. I Barry watched the first whole excellent. season of Barry, but that was when it first came out, and it was so yeah. long ago. I'm gonna have to restart the whole series over. So now you've got. Three full seasons, and the fourth season has seven episodes currently out. Uh, it was interesting. I saw Larry David had a conversation with Bill Hader, who who you know stars and makes Barry. Uh, and he's like, "You making another episode? You making another season? It's over. What for?" He's like, "Well, I just think the character has more places to go." No, <laughs> like, like I love that that Larry David has that idea that like, oh, you're done. You were done last year. You gonna make another season? Like I'm sure four is the final season, mm -hmm. but three could have been. And I, and I kind of agree with him. It could have been. So I highly recommend it. It is the darkest comedy um, out there. So much, I don't know, so much dark stuff mixed in with some really hilarious moments. Noho Hank is a great character. That alopecia-ridden Chechen gangster. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember him. He's great. I'm, uh, dude, kind of ties into, have you been following the Ukraine developments, Kyle? I bet you have. Um, Tell me. So the big so they lost Bakhmut, 
which was kind of a down moment. I know it's they're calling it a Pyrrhic victory for Russia. Something I had to look up if you guys don't know. It's a kind of a victory. It's that, in our video game. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a victory that, that didn't get you anything or like had a no value. Victory. A costly victory, yeah. So, and I, I had said this a month ago, I think on the show, that Bakhmut is going to claim, I'm sorry, that Ukraine is going to claim Bakhmut went just as they hoped. Russia spent 100,000 men and thousands of tanks getting this worthless win. And Russia is going to say, it's a win though, right? And they're both going to claim that it went like they hoped it would. And that's how it went down. But more recently, Ukraine has armed two groups of Russian. One is like the Russian Freedom Association. That's not right, but it's close. And the other is like the People's Liberation Russia. I forget. Mm. Anyway, there are two russian rebel groups ukraine gave them like a couple of tanks and some guns and some artillery support maybe and they invaded russia and they've taken like four three towns i think and then what i expected to happen this is day two they did that yesterday i expected today's news to be that russia was like all right you caught us sleeping on that little border town or three but don't fuck with russia no they claim more territory today they're still like going in and invading Russia. So Russia is going to have to reallocate some refor- some resources yeah. towards both squashing these insurgents, rebels, mm. what, whatever you want to call them, uh, freedom fighters, if you like them. And also maybe going forward, Russia is going to have to defend their border a little bit. Uh, whereas now they get heading. to just put all the resources in Ukraine. Going forward, they're going to be like, well, I guess we got to keep some people on the border, too, because they're going to roll in. Mm. I'm thinking about heading up there myself. Get myself oh, yeah. a summer home, annexing it somewhere in the home. Uh, well, not Bakhmut, maybe in Russia Prime. You know, I I want to I want to get in on um, one of these proper. border towns that, that, that what we're talking Ukraine. about. I just want to capture just a little area. You know, just maybe <laughs> maybe just a house, maybe just a house. With I mean, they're just not going to capture one house. Ha- just <laughs> capture the one house like a TikToker. Yeah, just just roll up in there. Maybe you'll last for two days. Like what they've been doing in uh, in Palestine. You just roll up and like this is my house now. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, I watched the Iron Dome system defending missiles in Israel, and it's like nothing. It's like something out of a video game or sci-fi. I didn't know it did that because they showed it with thermal, and you can see first of all you see missiles coming in. Here they come. The bad missiles are coming, mm-hmm. and then the Iron Dome system shoots these rockets up, and the rockets will stop. Be like, nah, that's just fragments. And it'll turn around and go back the other way. There's there's the missile. Poof, blow it up. And it, it was incredible. It, they shot up like three missiles, and they're doing zigzags in the air evaluating things. The missiles are. And that's when cool. they lock on to the other missile, they're like, ah, poof. And you just see everything like kind of rain down. I didn't it was know. all in thermal vision. So you Did the missiles really... have wings? I'm curious. Fins? So they look like toy rockets almost, like a traditional. I don't know rocket. how the Iron Dome uh, system works at all. I have no idea okay. what that's shooting actually, but I mean, that, it was a surprise to me. Like um, Russia and Ukraine, both sides in the big war, have missiles that have wings on them, pretty much, and they glide for miles. I thought all missiles look like you know just dicks with fins at the bottom that kind yeah. of appeared a little bit. Well, I know, I've, I've well those, those are cruise missiles, before. right? The ones yeah, that cruise sort of missiles. go forever. Um, I think yeah. a lot of the shit that gets shot, I don't know, but I think a lot of the shit that gets shot into Israel is uh, like RPGs and like all sorts mm-hmm. of just anything and everything they can get to shoot over that wall Rocks, into the city. Balls. So it's all it's all kinds of things. Mortars for sure. Um, but 
Yeah, the thing in Russia has been really interesting. I saw, so Russia has these hypersonic missiles, and I remember seeing Putin years ago, maybe five, six, eight years ago, maybe during Trump's presidency or something, mm. bragging about those hypersonic missiles and be like, in the world, they are invincible. And it's like, oh, shit. He's probably not lying. And <laughs> then uh, they're, they're shooting those things down at a really considerable rate. Like, not many of them are getting through at all. Like, most of them are getting shot down. Mm -hmm. They arrested the two scientists. <laughs> and they did what? For who, who made the missiles. <laughs> oh, I think it's just out treason. of embarrassment or something. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know if they made, I, I tried to make sense of it. Did they lie about what the missiles did? I think they said they went Mach 2, but I'm, don't quote me on that. Five. five. Okay. Maybe they don't really. Maybe they're like, yeah, it was Mach 5. Trust me. Uh, you know, give me a better apartment i don't know well it has to be five at least you gotta, I think you gotta test those five um <laughs> they did test it and they assured this is why programmers can't test their own code <laughs> because they always tell you they got it they <laughs> made one really awesome rocket for the test phase and all the rest of this is just the, the main thing i think is that um it's easy to make a hypersonic missile a missile that goes that fast they've been doing that since the v2s i think when they were coming back in were reaching mach 5 like World War Two, I think the the issue is having a hypersonic missile that you can move around and it can maneuver. And mm -hmm. because they're shooting this straight, it's easy to block a laser. You know what I mean? And that's what these hypersonic missiles are kind of like. It's like, oh, there's just a laser beam right here. We can see where it starts. We know where it ends. Let's hit it right here and chop it off. Mm -hmm. But if they had a cruise missile, like I mean, the, the U, those tomahawks the U.S. shoot have a thousand mile range. They can do all sorts of crazy shit on the way. They'll be they'll be really low to the ground the whole way. Nap of the earth. Yeah. We've got such cool technology. <laughs> Fuck healthcare. Let's go. <laughs> go. Oh, I love seeing it. Oh, God, man. those explosions. Oh, I bet we've got even cooler shit too. You know we've got scarier shit. Every one We're of those like... missiles could house our homeless for a year and a half, but it but but they like they can't blow up, or it could handle it in a different way. Couple. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've been watching. Uh, there's a podcast or maybe just an interview. I don't know. A YouTube channel called Concrete with a K, and uh, dude interviews. Or I've been watching him interview these ex CIA guys. It is fucking wild. This guy's talking about running a team in Pakistan and taking down the Al, Al Qaeda uh, number three guy, and how like just. Describing firefights and torture procedures. Um, they caught this guy and um, the, the interviewer's like, why does he have an eye patch in that picture and not in this picture? And he kind of pauses for a minute. The CIA guy does. He's like, well, when he was fighting the Soviets, that eye was rendered useless. And I feel like I'm thinking, that's a lie. You just mm -hmm. lied to me. And so when we had him under our custody one night while we had him drugged, we took it out. What, you, you removed his eye? Like his actual eyeball? Yeah, we surgically removed his eyeball while he was asleep. You know, try to make him talk. Didn't work. He refused to put in the glass one. <laughs> he said, and <laughs> to this day, he tells anybody who'll listen, America stole my eye. <laughs> and, and the guy's like, but you did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> he, and, he, and he adds, that was a human rights violation. <laughs> that was a war crime that we committed there. And like, because yeah. he's the guy Thank who God went they to, don't do that anymore. 
No, he was all about yes. it. That um, was the olden days, the, the 2000 teens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this was months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his stories are amazing, though. Like, like uh, We don't do that. That was early Biden presidency. Oh, it's yeah. Totally different now. <laughs> He oh, had this. Man. He was talking about the the number three guy had gotten wounded when they took him, and he has like three bullet holes, like one in his thigh, one of his groin, and one of his like stomach, and they're just they're they've got a thing that's pressure sending pressurized blood into one vein because under the bed is pools of blood. Wow! And <laughs> and, and they're done with surgery. He's healing now. This is it. It was just gruesome, gruesome stuff. He's he's like, and I told him, man, I'm the nicest guy you're gonna meet for the rest of your life. <laughs> by the way, by the way, you're never getting out. You're never going to be a free man again. This is life now. So when the people come and ask you questions, you should give them good answers. <laughs> he, he's like, what did he say? Uh, he started begging me to kill him. <laughs> it's like, fuck, man, God, you really man. do not want to be Al Qaeda. This sounds good no. and true, I guess. I, yeah. I, I get particularly annoyed when they're like, we asked a Navy SEAL for his opinion on the oh, debt ceiling. Okay. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. What does he know? He's, a, he's not an expert on the debt ceiling. He doesn't have an economics degree. He doesn't know about negotiating between the, like, the executive Politics branch and the, the house. Yeah. And like, like it, but it's always like Navy SEAL weighs yeah. in on X. This heartbreaking clip from a five-year-old will make you want to burn the Constitution. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> I don't like those guns. either. Um, but, but these guys are legit. Um, yeah. I know, um, I know this guy in particular, he got in trouble. He got in trouble because I think he leaked some stuff or exposed some stuff about the CIA and he did 26 months in prison. So he's not in the CIA anymore. So a lot of the mm. things he's talking about are like matters yeah. of record because of that. So he he's an ex CIA agent. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's an mm. ex CIA agent, which um, is a thing. Yeah. Okay, Taylor. <laughs> he sent him to prison. Um, uh, there's a couple of ex-CIA agents on there. Um, the other one was um, a Cuban, and he was like all in South America doing that dirty shit that we did back in the, the like 80s and, and 90s, I guess, just ruining people in South America. Um, it, those are fun interviews. I like those a lot. It's, it's wild, the stuff that, that our government does across the world. They talk about the black sites we have, how they'll just... <clears throat> The president of, a, of another country won't even know it's there because they'll go to the defense minister of that country. The CIA will approach their mm -hmm. defense minister and say, hey, you've got this base over here. We'd like to put 50 guys there, little facility, 10,000 square feet over in the corner. You know, we'll handle our own facilities. We've got tanks. We've got electricity. Like, what's it for? Eh, you know, we're going to torture people there or you could torture them for us there. Either way. Cool. All right. Mm -hmm. And they just do. They have those everywhere. He said they, they, they said they moved that guy to eight different black sites over the years, um, hmm. just torturing the shit out of him for years. Um, and then that every now and then they accidentally sent an innocent guy to one of these black sites. They sent some poor fucking guy who had the wrong guy, some Canadian fucking um, professor. Aww. They sent him to Syria. They're like, soften him up. The Syrians pull his fingernails, beat him, rape him, electrocute his nuts for 10 months. Till he's just nothing. Till he's just a, a puddle of a man. And the Syrians are like, I don't think he knows anything. You might have the wrong guy here. And they're like, all right, send him back. And his <laughs> wife's been like trying to find him for 10 months. And uh, they're, they're like, he never boarded his flight to Canada. And she's like, yeah, he did. He bought me sunglasses on the online fucking <laughs> magazine nonsense. And they're like, huh, did you get him? 
<laughs> and it's like, well, no. No, seriously, check your mail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, lots of stuff like that happened too. Yeah, yeah, pretty very, pretty very scary. scary stuff. You don't want to make an enemy of uh, of the United States. No, clearly, dude. I was it's watching. Something. New Zealanders react to, you know, this, that, or the other thing. And oftentimes it's American, like, military. So there's this husband and wife in New Zealand. And it's the story that happened when, you know, the Americans had this oil field or oil refinery. I think it was a refinery in Syria. And it was actually the Wagner Group, which I hadn't heard of at the time, that went to take it over. Well, the Americans and the Russians... Well, not friends had open communications to make sure that they didn't fight each other. They were both there to kind of they we didn't like ISIS. We don't like each other, but we're here to fight ISIS, not each mm -hmm. other. Yep. And the Americans uh, see the Wagner group coming and they know it's the Wagner group. They've got UAVs circling about. They have all the intelligence that the United States military can have. And they call the Wagner group and they're like, hey, 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 are you about to attack an oil refinery? And the Wagners are like, nope, nope, that's not us. And they're like, all right, well, someone's about to feel the full force of the United States military. And they hang up. And boom, the UAV hits the front and the back of the convoy, freezing fucking everything. The artillery starts dumping mm -hmm. in. Apache helicopters. Go, 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 go. C-130. <laughs> multiple C-130s were in the sky. Drop it. I played COD 4. I know a lot about C-130s. And they just wreck you with that 105. You can use it exclusively to pass the mission. And uh, yeah, so the Wagner group had hundreds of deaths, hundreds of deaths. They wiped 200, out. 200, I think. The 200 something, Damn. yeah. And uh, the Americans had zero deaths. They, the, um, the Russians came up with the medal, like a hero's thing, just for surviving an encounter Describe with the, the Americans. Yeah. You know what it looks like? Yeah, there's a guy with like an AK shooting an Apache, which never fucking happened. <laughs> you know? yeah, but, but he's on fire. <laughs> there's a, it's a Russian with an AK surrounded by flames. You know, it's a coin, so you can only put so much oh, okay. metal. Yeah, yeah. But but there's clear he's clearly burning and he's shooting at American helicopters on the horizon. Yes. <laughs> if you're gonna go if miles you're, away. If you're gonna go propaganda mode with it, why throw the that's the metal burning we alive got. honesty. It's like, <laughs> yes, it you get your burning Russian metal, Jim. Like it, it must be like glorious Soviet propaganda metal, but also like a little believable with the fact you know. <laughs> they had a special forces group, um, we did in that refinery holding it. And uh and so they were they killed all those people. Yeah, I watched that video too. That was wild. Damn, I haven't seen that. That's insane. I remember when it happened. It, there mm -hmm. weren't as many details. Obviously, we've like learned now everything that happened. But at the time, I just remember hearing hundreds of Russians had been killed by us. But Russia didn't care because they were disavowing those Wagner, Wagner guys. Group or they, were, they made Wagner sound more like Blackwater when it's in reality, it's more like Blackwater was the American. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mercenary. Mercenaries. The connection between, say, Joe Biden and the guy who runs Blackwater would be nil, right? But I don't think that's quite the case in Russia. I think that you've got Vladimir Putin, like, with his Wagner guys and his, his main Russian army guys and mm -hmm. trying to come up with some kind of a plan to get their way out of this. Man, it looks bad, huh? It's embarrassing. Yes. Yeah. And, and 
It was super embarrassing. I am open to the idea that, like, well, they didn't bring their A team. You know, we had AC 130s in the air and Apache helicopters and UAVs with their oh, I mean, with, the, with the convoy uh, zeroed in. Oh, and, oh, you what? What's embarrassing? Two hundred thousand dead. Like, like all of their tech oh, yeah. seems to be inferior to ours. Like all of it. Like one of the lasting impacts I'm I'm hearing. I don't make this up. Is um. Russia was one of the world's largest arms exporters. You know, if you're India, you're like, well, you buy from America or Russia. That's it. That or you invent it yourself, but mm -hmm. that's hard to do. And before the Ukraine war, people didn't know whose stuff was better. You know, I, I used to hear all the time, like American planes, if there's a freaking, you know, 20-sided mm -hmm. die on the airfield, they can't take off. It gets sucked into the engines and they break and they're garbage. But these Russian things, they can launch on grass and, and they're just built for durable mm -hmm. war in reality. I was like, okay, if you say so. Well, shit's getting tested now. And that Russian stuff is just getting wrecked. Yeah, I always thought of Russian stuff as hardy and um like it heavy. works. It heavy, it works, it's not comfortable, Old. but it's a but but it's effective. It'll do its job. And maybe you need like more of them than theirs, but that's easy because ours cost a we can build twice mm. as many because they cost a third as much, you know? It's it's it it, it works out that way, but that it hasn't. It hasn't. Like, 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 when we shot their flag, we well, kind of when when we <laughs> sunk their fucking flagship in the in the ocean, that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, yeah, that was their that was their flagship of their fleet, and they they sunk it with those two missiles. All of their tech is from um, so so long ago, and ours just seems to really stay on that bleeding edge. Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, man, it's got to look bad. I I read this whole thing about their nuclear weapon arsenal. And okay. the maintenance that is required to keep ICBMs going, and there's no way that their nukes work. Ba like, there's no way their nukes work. You first of all, there's a battery on the thing that has to be kept. You know, like your motorcycle battery. We got to keep this thing charged up. Mm -hmm. All right, we can probably handle that. But <laughs> which can tritium? So they um, they add tritium to the mix in these thermonuclear weapons, these hydrogen bombs. Um, the way a hydrogen bomb works, you've got a, like a regular explosion, a chemical explosion, mm -hmm. kicks off a fusion nuclear reaction like the, the Hiroshima shit, and then that kicks off a fusion reaction, and we've got okay. a mega bomb. Well, they go ahead and throw some tritium and maybe deuterium in there, too, and that really kicks things up a few notches. They sure discovered real words. Taylor, have you heard these words before? I have. So but okay. only, <laughs> only from that, that chemistry YouTube channel I've watched before. Oh, sorry, Kyle, <laughs> yeah. Tritium. Tritium is one of those um, uh, elements that decays really fast. It has a really fast um, half-life. Wait, no, 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 no. Is that used on sites for guns, night sites? It is. It is. Um, so something about it's it, it lasts a long time, but it is deteriorating. And as it deteriorates, it like turns into another element. Obviously, you know, and mm, okay. that element makes nukes worse. They said so unless they're at all of these, you know. 10,000 missiles every couple of years, they would need to be doing a lot of really expensive things to them. And they don't have tires on their trucks and, <laughs> and their shit's rusty. Where do you and, get and tritium? Who has that? You can create it. You produce it. Oh, I do. Oh. You don't mind just mine it? I'd it's not a mineable thing? Perhaps there are tritium in the ground, but I know that when you when governments want tritium, they produce it. I wouldn't I perhaps know that's that a purification method. I don't I don't know exactly, but I know that they produce tritium. <laughs> I don't know how you make metal. 
Like, how do you make iron? Where's that come from? I don't know. It's like in rocks. And then they turn, maybe they melt the part that isn't yeah. rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you somehow extract the the wet not the wet was a rock but not iron from the wet iron and it's like <laughs> and yeah. you keep it very hot it's like goddamn i would i'd be if it was just a bunch of tailors in all of human history i'd be living in like a thatched roof right? shit hut like i feel like you could take hut. me bring me back to like roman times and i'd be like man whew, cell phones are like gonna be a thing yeah. <laughs> yeah hell help us with your future knowledge you'd be like Romans. going around like impressed like how'd you guys figure out fucking aqueducts what year is it again my god good for you good for you. 50 it's year 50 it's now year enjoy this hot running water as a man from the future yeah, i know 50. things you don't like don't answer calls if you don't know the number yeah, don't, ah. don't. Well, he, oh, he would be like, "Yeah, when someone knocks on my no. door, if I don't know who it is, I never answer." Wait, you mean <laughs> like, we're, we're we're still at minus fifty? We're not even to zero yet. All right, there's a guy coming around in about seventeen years. You're gonna want to keep your eyes peeled for this one. Like, <laughs> literally, most famous guy of all time. You would not believe me if I told you how Jesus. Gotta be, so, yeah, yeah. Well, I was yeah. like. I, I'm an asshole. I hear stuff like that, and my mind starts instantly trying to like refute it. Like, I don't might be. I don't got anyone better than yeah. Jesus Muhammad. Oh, I don't maybe. think anyone's more famous than Jesus. Because so Jesus, Jesus is, famous is in the even Quran. Among... Is he in the Torah? Like, like no. you cover the who's in all three of the Abrahamic religions? Like, God. Like, well, I mean, God. Well, the Old God's Testament. the most famous person. Gotcha, yeah. Taylor. Everyone in the Old Testament. Like... That's cheating. <laughs> Moses. <laughs> Moses. No, Moses Jesus is, is more famous than Moses. I think Moses is more famous famous than Jesus because the um because the Jews know. I guess the G oh the Jews know the Jews definitely know Jesus too. Yeah, yeah, it's Jesus. He wins. Jesus. Is Moses the one <laughs> that walked in the desert for forty years? Moses. Moses is the one who parted the Red Sea. Yes, that's impressive. But the the navigation skills, right? It, Leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, when you actually see the modern size of where they were, not a long walk, apparently wandering for 40 years it's like i mean it's just it's the thing again of like misconstruing the way things are translated like 40 years was like a way in like hebrew or like ancient is israelite or whatever Forever. to say like it was so long like the way we would say millions like and so sometimes that happens like i was talking to someone like in a religious context, actually pretty recently and they were like you know the 144,000 you know that's actually in the the Bible, like those are how many people will be saved. That's how the Jehovah's Witness arrive at like 144,000 people will be saved. And it's like, yeah, that was like a multiple of like 12s. And like, it was just a way for them to be like an incomprehensible. Like it's so many. A million you know, there's billion. A, there's a lot of people, but even more will not be saved. It's like, yeah, I really doubt that they meant like, uh, no, I'm so sorry. They, I didn't Quick, know they believed you're, that. You're done. Yeah, the Jehovah's so, Witnesses, I believe. But there's way that. more Jehovah. There's way more than 144,000 Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, there would have to be, right? Like, yeah. even though they're like one of the teeny little sects. You of, know what I would do? Most like mainstream Christians don't even consider would, them like real Christians. We get rings with numbers on them. All right. Mm, and, yes. and, and we can take your ring away, right? Those 144,000 rings would be the most valuable. Oh my God. Why aren't they gotten on this? Why are they going door to door when they could be making the big bucks? Yeah. They just need to get in contact with Jostens. <laughs> the, the, get some dog shit quality expensive rings. One hundred forty-four thousand people. Is that all time? Like, like, are are they saying? Okay, never mind. I don't care. I don't care about the, this. Is like arguing <laughs> Star Wars. 
don't yeah, but arguing about Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and stuff can be fun. <laughs> yeah, but at least George Lucas had something good in mind when he made Star Wars. Those Jehovah's Witnesses are just pieces of shit. Yeah, they just want to annoy us. If I'm gonna look up, they're some good Jehovah's, people. I knew one. Yeah, I immediately felt bad. Mormons are cool. I don't know the Jehovah's Witnesses well, but I they worked with one. He was so could have nice. good lore. Have you ever looked up a Jehovah's Witness lore video? Maybe there's like a British guy who's like many years ago, like, and he's <laughs> kind of like Warhammer, oh. but it's for Joe. Dude, that'd be a good way to get people into religion. Get a British narrator to kind of make it seem Warhammer. Just use exciting. the David Attenborough AI. That's what they do for. I almost all the Warhammer content I watch now is David Attenborough AI mm-hmm. Warhammer 40k because you get the best of both worlds. You got this professional old British man teaching you about fake things, and I love that very educational i do like i i I like won't listen to those lore warhammer videos like sometimes i'll start one it'll be like hey guys warhammer tet and it's like we're not finding anything else about this i'm finding a british guy talking to me calmly as though he's like explaining different species of bird in in nigeria that's what i want i want to i want to enjoy the fantasy i want to enjoy the the fantasy world it's fun yeah i agree i don't uh I haven't been watching much of that. I've mostly been watching those CIA guys, and um, that's the thing I'm watching. Not from, not anymore. Oh, horror anthologies. Uh, I, horror I I like horror anthologies. anthologies. Horror. Um, oh, um, so so these are like <laughs> <laughs> horror anthologies. <laughs> well, I was about to ask another. you what streaming service it was on. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like the the old horror movies that'd be like um, you get three or four short stories with an mm-hmm. overarching kind of host um, type thing. I love those. I, I found Trick or Treat. I'd never seen that. the The name is stupid and the cover is stupid, but it was a really good movie. It, it was from. I don't know, a decade ago or something like that. That one was really good. Mm-hmm. I watched um, Who Plays Sam in, in Lord of the Rings. It's um, Sean, a- Aust- Sean, Sean Astin. Astin. Yeah. Yeah. So Sean Astin, it was this weird coincidence where Sean Astin is in Perry Mason right now, like 2023 uh-huh. Sean Astin. He's a mean fucking like grocery store owner and he's suing his competition and ruining them. Did he get really like, big? Oh, he's pretty big. He's pretty fat. And now. <laughs> he never make he, that he, walk now. He could <laughs> no. Not, no, no, he couldn't make the. He couldn't do it now. And, but then, like right after that turned off, I started watching a, a, a an old horror anthology called The Willies. You know, you get the Willies. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's Sean Astin at like fourteen or something in a treehouse with his friends. It was so weird to see him from like sixty to fourteen and a yeah. sw- a flick of a switch. And he's the same guy, he's the same actor. He was a good actor then. They're just telling scary stories in a treehouse. Were uh, were the horror anthologies you watched? Were they more unnerving, like creepy, or were they more like over the top, violent slasher kind of? So I'm gonna be honest. When I get into something, I go all the way. So I watched all of them. Hmm. Okay, all of them that exist. I watched like eight of them. Um, and it's on what service? There's not a service. You got to bounce around. These are all different oh. movies from <laughs> oh like, okay. from, from, from decade separated by decades. You know, I watched uh, all of the. Um, Creep shows. I watched all the uh, Tales from the Crips. I watched um, the Willies. I watched uh, whatever. I watched them all. Um, I, I love that stuff. I like horror to begin with. Yeah. Um, but I what I don't like. People recommend me movies a lot, and and it's like, man, you, I talk about movies all the time. You don't know that I don't want to see torture porn. They sent mm-hmm. me the um, Terrifier two. Like, yeah, just skip Terrifier one. I'm like, oh, okay. The f- opening scene of Terrifier two is a clown torturing a man with a hammer 
and like, like, like destroying his face and like popping his eyeballs out and shit. And I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't see this. I don't see that. I want to see something spooky. Yeah. The Babadook scared the shit out of me. I like, uh, I like horror like that. When we're in a house and something awful is after us. Yeah. The, the world that I'm inhabiting has to be scary. Like I need, it needs to be unnerving and upsetting almost, but I know yeah. exactly the movie you're talking about, the terrifier or whatever. I, I know that the beginning of where it's that too guy's much. getting smashed, like, the absolute most of that I can take is like Hellraiser. And even mm -hmm. then it's like over the top, but it's almost it looks it, a little it's fake. because it's over. Yeah. And it's like uh, kitschy a bit. But like when you watch, I don't remember what horror movie it was. I watched it just like a week or so ago and it opens up with like a guy having like his fingernails torn out. And it's like, this is awful. Like this is no yeah. world has been built yet. Like there's no it's just torture porn. And torture porn is like jump scares in that it's like, oh, fuck, we accidentally didn't write a world that's scary. And now we got to goose it. it up. You got to earn. You've got to earn both those things. Like if you, but but I, I, I yeah. don't want to see just blood. And the guts occasional jump thing. scare can be nice. A nice uh, once in a while if they've earned it and they're not double, triple, quadruple dipping and making you go, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. We're walking down the hallway. There's going to be a jump. You know, my favorite jump scare is it's from the conjuring. She gets locked in the basement yep. and she's the top of the basement stairs. She's got the match lit and she's looking down the stairs into the darkness where the That's danger good. is. And the hands come from behind her where safety was. And they go clap, clap. And the light goes out and it's like, Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> that was a scary one because you're like getting chills. Cause you're like, Oh, and if I were where she was darkness. right now, I would be so because now I'm there's no option behind me is clearly hell and in front of me is as well. The demons everywhere or whatever they believe it is at the time. Yeah. Yeah, Conjuring good. are good. Those are good movies. Uh, Sinister is good. I think Sinister is the one where it has that actual good jump scare of that horrible ghoulish monster in the, you know, the cliche. You close the uh, the mirror. And behind that, oh. that woman's shoulder was a thing, that but they did okay. it in some some different way. You talking about yeah. when Darth Maul was behind the guy's shoulder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, that was very out of nowhere. That caught me off guard. I've, I maybe I've just built leather skin to that scene in particular, but there was a time when that bothered me a lot. Really? Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy bothered me a lot, and those pale Japanese children from the Japanese horror films—they freak me out. Now, if you watch. But in the Sarah Michelle Geller version, right? I don't know if you saw that version of The Grudge. It's not obviously not the Japanese version, oh, the American yeah. version. That scared the shit out of me. I tried to watch the Japanese version of those things, and it comes off kind of silly sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, I saw this Japanese horror film where the lady looks on. She's having dinner with like a friend, and they're they've got like a round table, like a small table you could reach across and touch each other, and it's kind of high. And she looks underneath, and there's that little Japanese boy sitting under there, all pale and shit. And I would have laughed. It was like it's like. It's so stupid. It's so silly that mm -hmm. it's not even scary anymore. But something about the grudge really freaked me out. Uh, How about the I, ring? I, think I was nineteen when I saw it. Uh, I, the ring had too much plot for for me at that age. There was a lot okay. going on in the ring. There was a lot of mystery and a lot of levels to that. And I think maybe I just wasn't really into it and didn't think it was that scary. I didn't think the girl crawling out of the TV was scary. And and I think that's what's supposed to get you. I don't know. I didn't think that was scary. I remember thinking it was spooky, but I was also like probably 14. I like yeah. watch that. Paranormal. It, it was different than other oh, yeah. scary movies that, that came before. It, it just, 
I don't know. I, I think I remember looking at like a pool hose or pool robot or something, and they just get you to really stare at surveillance. Oh, is it the second one? But second it's third. the kind of stuff they do. Like, man, we think we heard something go bump in the night. And now you're like paying hyper attention yeah. to a kitchen chair. And all it needed to do was move a foot. And you're like, whoa, whoa. Okay, so this is real. Shit's really going down. And and it, it, the way that it built, it earned a, you know the jump scares that came from it and stuff like Paranormal that. Paranormal activity, uh, especially the first one, <clears throat> really scary. a great movie. There, really, they had a, a great amount of pregnant pauses in it. And they were like pauses in momentum that seemed realistic within like someone like it wasn't like a movie where like they wait sometimes for like 10 seconds and then be like time to forge down. It'd be like no, sometimes like minutes go by. So like, I mm. think that's one of the most successful films of all time right there with Blair Witch as mm -hmm. far as money in, money out, you know, mm. um, because it cost almost nothing, like thousands of dollars to make. And those guys weren't real actors exactly. And then I can't remember if it was Steven Spielberg, some big Hollywood person. I can't remember who saw it and was like, that's really good. Let me give you a million dollars to throw some special effects in there. And, and let's make it and let's fix this. Let's make it right. And I think maybe they added, you know, some floaty shit. Occasionally mm -hmm. there's a little special effect. And then it made like a quarter billion dollars or something crazy. Hundreds of millions now with all the all the scariest part to me. Creepiest part is when she's standing over him while he sleeps and fast forward rocking. Yeah. Just watching him spooky. sleep. That's fucked. Um, but there's a the goat like footprints on the floor are so scary. But when he goes up in that attic, man, when he's up in that attic with that shitty light and he finds that burnt photograph of her that is burnt because it should have mm -hmm. been destroyed in the house fire that she had when she was a child. It shouldn't exist. Uh, that's awful. That's yeah. so scary. And and I'm just the music's like, ah, and you're yeah. waiting on it to grab him up there or grab his legs or maybe he comes down and she's gone. You don't know what's coming. And you know it's mm -hmm. gonna be bad though. I, yeah, that's a good scary movie. This is a good one. Blair Witch Project was gonna make my list, but I didn't. I'm gonna spoil it. I didn't like the ending. You know, yeah, it, it's you, not for me. You're just. They really, really build up. Is this real? Is this happening? Mm -hmm. Oh, there's some evidence, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then at the very end, there's like a flash of it's real and the footage ends, which I guess is what would happen. But mm -hmm. it wasn't a satisfying ending for me. They, they could have done a scroll on the screen that told me what I needed to know. They the camera work on of... it is like so it's even like more violent, shaky than I feel like it would be walking through the woods with a camera at times. Mm. And I I remember hating that about Blair Witch. I really how fucking shaky footage. the camera was. I, I don't I don't like can be okay. Um, there's a there's a horror anthology that's that's all um, handheld. Oh, it's um, I think it's all handheld. I, I'll feel stupid if it's not. But it's um, fuck. It's where they find all the VHS VHS one and two. They're supposed to be I've really good. But I, I don't I don't I cannot watch handheld. It annoys they're, the shit out of fine. me. I really hate it. Remember, yeah, um, what's the giant uh, Cloverfield? That Cloverfield movie, I hated that too. I didn't. The like second it. one, really? the, the John Goodman one. Oh, the John Goodman's amazing. Lane. Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, Cloverfield, that, that's yeah. amazing. That's a maybe I forget what Cloverfield monster. was. Cloverfield's the the first one is when you've got a giant monster destroying the city, um, and you've kind of got some early twenty something couples and friends who are at a house party and they're trying to escape the city. Um, oh, I think I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it, all of it except for the camera camera work. I don't mm. like that shaky cam stuff. Can't stand it. It's a wrap. Time to wrap. Yeah. Yeah. All right. PKN four fifty seven.